Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening to us. Donna, Steve, at your service on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Mike the Zamboni also with us. Good morning. So I checked out another news show that I would like to share. It's Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. And I believe that's on Paramount. I Rise think. Up, yep. Rise up lights. Anybody else? Check it out. No, not yet. So, I don't like musicals, but I like Grease. So I thought, all right, Rumi wanted to check it out. I figured, okay, I'll check it out. I love it. Really? I love it. It's so good. Oh. It's just, it's basically how, obviously, it says says it right in the title it's the rise of the pink lady so it's a prequel to like you know the characters that we know like frenchie and sandy sure. and kanicki and rizzo um wow these kids are super talented the dancing the singing but it's not too much if you know what i mean yeah it's not every other like Yet every other scene is people breaking out in dance. It just is so well done. I don't know what kind of reviews this is getting, but it is so cute. I I mean, it's really captivating watching because it's fun to watch. I, I wish it wasn't such adult adult content sure. because then your kids could watch it. Right. But there's you know like a lot of sex sexual innuendo and sex talk and scenes and things like that not sex scenes but you know alluding to yeah maybe some coarse discourse yes but holy cow this is so good if you're a fan of greece even if you're not it's just really well done so this series takes place in 1954 which is four years before the events of greece as we know it And it follows four, I guess you could say misfit students, more of the nerdy students. And they band together to um, change things at Rydell High. Okay. One of them uh, is going to run for student body. Um, But man, oh man, it's so good. Episode length. Longer than I had anticipated. Okay. An hour. Really? Or close to an hour. Yeah. Total number of episodes. 
10? And they're already out, right? They're nope. All of them are already out, or they do a release I one think there a are time. four out right okay. now. Oh, yeah, we, we like this. We like that movement. Slow it down. I mean, there's... Oh, by the way, and the songs are new. There's 30 new songs, and they're good. Huh. They're really good. And you just get that 1950s kind of nostalgia mm-hmm. and that vibe with the poodle skirts and going to the drive-in. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. Thursday nights they're releasing, so they're three in so far. Thanks, Z. So okay. It's our Zamboni right there. Again, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. So good. Is there a different era that you wish you could live in for just like two weeks, maybe? Well, I got to say, everybody was so horny in the 50s. Is that right? Seemingly. Yeah. Based on what the pink ladies are giving you. Yeah. I mean, like there's like fake rumors going around about or fake truths uh, going around about some of their reputations, that type of thing. Everyone's making out in a car. Now, this is a fictional version of well, that time so maybe it's not like history says right everybody right. was so that <laughs> is true it, you're right yeah it just it actually seems like a fun time to grow up my parents grew up in the 50s so yeah my parents too 56 i think they were born so maybe they grew up there were more children of the 60s right mine. right it just i don't know it I'm, makes me smile. I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought I was going to be like, okay, we'll leave that to the musical nerds. But yeah. It's, it's it's well done. The 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 20s always seem interesting to me, the 1920s. I like the fashion. 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And I I've been listening to um some music from the 1940s. Really? Quite a bit this last week. Like I will. Big from, band kind of stuff? Yeah, there's big band. There's just sort of old time recordings and stuff like that. And so I really, really like that. So I feel like that maybe maybe the 40s is where I would have liked to be. But you don't hear too much about the 40s. You really don't. Like if I say something about the 20s, you kind of have an image. Yes. A black and white image of New York streets and yeah. the Model T and all that kind yeah. of stuff. The 50s, sock hops, milkshakes, Correct. et cetera. The Poodle 60s, skirts, rock and roll shoes. starts to come in. Yes. Elvis, the 70s, little rock and roll into disco. The 80s gets the hair bands and Correct. all that. What the hell happened in the 40s? I don't know. What are we hiding? Well, when was Prohibition? Was that in the 20s or the 30s? That was, like the it was 30s. The, no. 1919. That's why it's named 1919. 1919. You mean the root beer? The root beer, yeah. Hmm. Oh, he says root. Root beer. Oh, no. So you say you. trees have roots. Roots, yep. You say roof? Roof. Oh, you don't no. say roof. Yeah, I say up on the, ro- on the roof. And yeah. you, but you wouldn't say someone is aloof. You would say they are aloof. Aloof. Yeah, they're aloof. How do you say C-R-E-E-K? <laughs> C-R-E-E-K? Creek? Is that okay. how you would say it? You wouldn't call creek. it? Creek. Okay, some people call it a crick. No, it's a creek, yeah. But we get a crick in our neck. Crick. I get confused by crevice and crevasse. No, I think that's a pronunciation thing. No, I think it's spelled differently. Is that right? There's a crevice. Oh, and then a crevasse is A-C-E, which is a bigger crevice. I think it's A-S-E. A cravat is like a neck, sort of neckerchief situation, kind of like an ascot. Oh, you're going neckerchief. Should I have said chif? I say neckerchief. Handkerchief? Handkerchief. Handkerchief. Is the chief portion of hanker... Spelled like chief. Yes. 
Are you sure? And now we go to the phones. We'll take it cold. Okay. All righty. Hello. Hi there. You just heard, which means you're on the radio now. Who's calling and why? Hello. You're on the air. Well, hi. Just uh, have people check their history if they want to know what was happening in the 40s. Yeah. It was a war. Thanks. Oh, she said there was a war. Yeah, like oh, 1939. And yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, it's wartime. But yes, all of the times that we mentioned, there were very big things that were happening in a geopolitical, geopolitical standpoint. We're not dismissing that. We just mean the overall living in that time. What did it look like? What were the fashions of the time? What did the buildings, you know, what yes. kind of cars were people driving? Yes. Yeah. But okay. we do appreciate the history lesson. And the hang-up was yes, nice, too. Yes, was very that nice. Was a very... That was like drop-the-mic kind nice. of situation. Yeah. Want to take one more? <laughs> Not after that one, but sure. <clears throat> Hello. Hi there. Guten Tag. You're on the Donna and Steve experience. Are you mad at us? Thank you. I think we're having phone issues, guys. Hello. Are you there? Caller, you just called into a radio station. Can you hear us? Hi, did you just slurp something? Did you call us mid-soup? Are you calling for the soup segment, sir? Thank you, and good day. Uh, You can now watch the true story of Cocaine Bear. That is on Peacock, if you would like to watch that. This, um, you know, Cocaine Bear was based on a true story. This is the true story. It's a documentary. just came out today. And I guess the bear is hardly even a part of the true story. It basically ate the cocaine and died. The end. Oh, okay. So maybe you don't have to watch it. There you go. All right. When we come back, you want to do a study? Yeah. Sure. Bad news one. for those of you who love that new car smell. Oh, my gosh. I've been going to great lengths to try to preserve it. Uh-oh. You're not going to like this. I'll tell you about it according to a new study. Hey, friends. What's up? It's Steve for my pals over at the Canopy Group. Let's talk about your insurance. Don't you turn the channel. I know you're like, don't talk to me about insurance. Insurance is the worst. Yeah, look, I get it. It's not the most exciting thing in the world to talk about, but guess what? It impacts you, and you're paying a lot of money for it, month after month after month. Question is, could you be paying less and still getting the same coverage or perhaps even better coverage? Here's an easy way for you to check that out. You can go to thecanopygroup.com and just click get a quote, and then you've started the process with them. You don't have to pay for this process. They do this. They're just going to work on your behalf. They have a team of 40 specialists who will then take your insurance situation, find out what you need. Do you have a new kid who's now driving? Do you have to update the insurance? Stuff like that. It's a great time to reach out to the Canopy Group. And then they turn to their 16 different insurance companies that they've partnered with. And then those 16 companies, guys, they fight it out for you. They want your business, and they don't want to lose to their competition. And so guess who wins? You win. You can get started today saving some big-time money. New customers save an average of over $800. Thecanopygroup.com. Hello. What's going on? Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. Hey, thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys, for who you are. Couple um, emails. Oh, you want to do email? Did we already talk about this whole beef situation? The multiple emails now coming in on beef. People like beef. The beef, the beef on Netflix. Is it beef or the beef? It's a beef. Just it's, it's beef. Have you beef. seen it? I've not seen it. Alexis Thompson tells me that I have to watch it immediately. Really? What's it about? Can we play the trailer? Is it dirty? No, don't play the trailer. Right. I don't want to give away too much. Give us. I want to because if you go into a show. Isn't it best to go in almost blind? Okay. I will say 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
But their TV scores, I don't trust. Okay. I want to. Okay. <laughs> I say that because Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies was sixty-two, and oh. uh, the one we talked about earlier, I think, was like twenty-seven. Oh, TV oh. score? Yeah. Are you trying to undermine my opinion? Not Absolutely at all. Absolutely not. Just making well, a statement. I was gonna watch Megadoon, but now I think I'll watch Beef. I wonder if it has a a lot to do with meat. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna hang on. Stand by. At least get. Mike, okay. can we work on finding um, the girl from Ipanema or other royalty-free hold music that we could use? Okay, so it's basically about two people who are involved in a road rage incident. Oh, oh, beef! Like you got beef, right? Oh. And it begins to consume their lives. Oh no! Came out April sixth. Clitic, critics, <laughs> critics, Shoot. love oh, it. Eleven nineteen. Oh noted. no! We didn't even get an hour away. <laughs> Unbelievable. Critics love it, and are praising um, the actors. Nice. Ali Wong, Stephen Yun, and Patty. Patty. Yes, a two K. Yasutaki. Yasutaki. Yasutaki sounds correct. Right. Um, I would check this out. Beef. Patty! <laughs> okay, are you done? Yes. Can I move on? Sure. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. All right, if you're driving around in a new car, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, bad news is it could be slowly killing you. All righty then. Boy, they didn't tell me that when they were mentioning all the specs on the vehicle. I don't think they knew. There was a study done at Harvard that found that new car smell everyone knows and loves might cause cancer. Here's how they figured this out. They parked a brand new car outdoors for 12 days and then measured the air quality inside. It was not good. They found large amounts of two known carcinogens. There was 35% more formaldehyde in the air than what is considered safe. And 61% more of another cancer-causing chemical, which is something I'm not even going to attempt. It's another hide at the end. Yes. Yeah. And this could be enough to up your cancer risk long-term, especially if you drive a lot. You're in the car a lot. And if you're someone who leases a car every few years, you're even at a higher risk. Wow. Now, that does not apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Buy two air fresheners that have the new car smell. Which don't have the new car smell. They say it's the new car scent, and I've purchased it before. Oh, it's not good. Oh, no, it's not. These are actual new cars, and I guess it has to do with, like, chemicals in the plastic. For sure. And other materials that really need time to air out. They say it is the worst in the first six months. And I am driving a new vehicle and have been actively trying to maintain the scent, because I know it's going to go away. Yeah, you might want to let some fresh air in. If you're using AC, make sure that air recirculation button is off because you don't want to recirculate that. Try to park in the shade and keep your car clean because chemicals can stick to dust. Wow. My car is so clean right now. I've had it for about two months. It is so clean. I'm going to say something and half of you are going to be like, Steve, why did you share that? And the other half will say, Steve, no, seriously, why? I went at least a month, maybe a month and a half. And this is something without ever passing gas at all in the new car because I wanted to maintain the new car smell. (laughs) Now, listen, I actually went over a month without telling anyone this. And then I said it to my wife with trepidation. Because I thought what I want her to say, oh, wow, that's crazy. That's that's good. But I knew what she would immediately think. So I said this out loud when I told her, I said, I am aware that a reasonable response from you with what I'm about to tell you is couldn't you offer that same respect to me, your wife, instead of just the new car smell proving you have self-control when you care enough, you know what I'm saying? But there's mm-hmm. something about when you're sitting on your couch in the house that you or you and your spouse have your names on the deed, on the mortgage. It's just, mm-hmm. what, are you going to go to the to the bathroom every time? Point is, mm-hmm. I went like 40 plus days without ever doing that. And I didn't even want to roll Was the windows that, down. Wait, is that what you gave up for Lent? <laughs> Happy Easter, everyone. I also, one day we went out and we got uh, uh, Thai food, and I it was a cold day, and we were going to see a show, and so I left the Thai food in a plastic bag outside under the vehicle so that the scent didn't get in there, and there were times in my first couple weeks... Wait, so the Thai scent wouldn't get in the car, so the new car chemical smell wouldn't get into the food? Thai scent into the car scent. And then there were even times when I parked here in the morning, and from an open container had been drinking a protein shake and I would place the cup outside of the car just so that nothing. Well, mm, I feel dumb saying you should. This. Uh, <laughs> Carrie sent an email and said, yes. I just bought a new car and commented immediately how I hate new car smell oh, because my. it is so chemically. I love chemical. I'm trying to get rid of it immediately. Not the car, the scent. Well, I could help her with that. That could be my safe place. <laughs> God, you're oh, so gross. I wasn't trying to be. I was just you trying were, to tell you a part of my you human had experience. A choice. You had a choice to share that story or not share it. 
And what did you do? The other thing in my defense, the other thing that we had in this segment of the show was planned tree talk. And that's true. Oh, yeah. So why don't you pick your poison? Formaldehyde <laughs> or almaldehyde? Okay. Either way. It was going to be a segment that we ultimately didn't enjoy. We'll take a break now. Do we have a slow jam coming up? We think, yeah, yeah there's a slow jam there's coming our way. Jam. That's where Rocco slows down something that we set at full speed. And in the moment, we were convinced. Quality radio. And uh, the half speed puts a magnifying glass on our stupidity. That's next. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. You know, I've been getting a lot of emails, people saying, Rocco, are you really doing this? Are you really losing weight on MNFatLoss.com? And I say, yes, I'm coming up on one month of being on the MNFatLoss.com program, and I'm down about 20 pounds, and I can't believe it. I knew I wanted to lose some weight, uh, but I knew I wanted to do it the right way. Uh, with changes in my nutrition, with doctor supervision, I didn't want to uh, eat prepackaged meals or count calories, count points, do a lot of exercise, certainly not surgery or hypnosis. I wanted to do things right, and that's what I'm doing, and I can't believe it. Seriously, I'm down 20 pounds in about a month. I'm going to be on the reduction phase for another month. Will I lose another 20 pounds? Perhaps, because they say you can lose up to a pound of fat every day, and that's pretty much what I'm doing. Results may vary, but check out mnfatloss.com. Welcome back. Donna and Steve, Friday edition of the program on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun, and it is a very special time on a Friday. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. Rocco. Hello, everybody. Hello, Happy Rocco. Friday. It's Rocco, or as we like to joke around here, what's left of him. I mean, That's the guy right. starts doing these Minnesota fat loss commercials, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute here, Fabio. It's true. I mean, I, I am getting mistaken for the... The Italian supermodel Fabio was he Italian? <sighs> I don't think so. Fabio, okay. it up. does sound Italian. It really the does. EO does certainly. He was something. He had a moment. He did. You remember guys on had that a moment um, this week. Oh no, Fabio Lanzoni. Okay. Yeah. Sounds Italian. We right? talked about this a couple weeks ago. Rocco, quickly, you remember when he was on that roller coaster? Yes, that's the funniest thing. I ever. can't. Oh, poor guy. Poor bird. Oh, true. He was born in Milano. Okay. Oh, I like the cookie. Let's see. Um, so anyways, speaking of fancy foods like uh, Milano cookies, you guys talked about fancy food earlier in the week. Did we know? Um, we did? Yeah. A dairy product known as cheese. Did we? As Fabio likes to call it, formaggio. Oh, formaggio. Oh, I love it. Uh, let's hear what it sounded like slowed down to half speed. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down. For the lovers out there, this is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. Only 4% of Americans hate grilled cheese. Who hates cheese? 4%. Wow. They are delicious. They are easy to make. Great for dipping. Oh... Gosh, what I do to have one in my hand right now and dip it into some tomato basil soup. <laughs> I'm always hungry on this show. 
They're very cheap to put together as well. Well, cheese ain't cheap. What kind of garbage cheese are you using? You're using the kind that you peel the plastic off of. You know, the individually wrapped garbage. Wow. Look closely. It doesn't even say cheese. It says cheese food. Craft <laughs> cheese food. No, I like a highfalutin cheese. Get some Munster on there. Munster? <laughs> You're going with Moonster. <laughs> I'm not sure. Huh? Monster? Huh? Is it Monster? It's Monster. Is it Monster? Uh-huh. No. Yeah? I think I said Moonster out loud at a gathering. <laughs> Here's an expensive grilled cheese that you can get. One that costs two hundred and fourteen dollars. Okay. The what rat- are we at the airport? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's cooked in truffle butter with edible gold flakes mixed in. You're so rich that you like to eat money. (laughs) (laughs) What is gold flakes? Flakes of gold. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But they're edible. That's literally how rich you are. Honey. (laughs) Clive. Right. What should we eat tonight? You're crapping out a Rolex. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the Donna and Steve slow jam. Wow. I forgot all about that. We have fun. Let's talk cheese for a moment. Okay? Sure. I oh, yeah, love By the way, I cheese. did go to Google. Yeah, me too. Is it Munster? Oh, yeah. Or Munster? See, here's how they say it in America. Munster. But if you're in Britain, Munster, Munster, Munster. But no one is saying Munster. Oh no. man, that was a bummer of a moment. Hmm. I mean, At least you figured it out now before you continued to embarrass pas. yourself mm-hmm. and all of us. Rocco, before you leave, I do have a cheese thing to tell you. Donald, I have a cheese thing to tell you too. Oh my God. The FDA calls those individually wrapped singles Ish. pasteurized processed American cheese food. In order for a food product to be a true cheese, it has to be more than half cheese, which is technically pressed curds of milk. So each of those singles contains less than 51% curds, which means it doesn't meet the FDA standard to be called cheese. Huh. Thank you. But still, all you've got to be to be cheese is majority cheese. Correct. 51%. Yes. It could be 49% kale. You're still cheese. Yes. Huh. Thanks. The word curd on its own. Cheese curd, fine. Why is that okay? I don't know. The cheese offsets it, I guess. Just 
eating her curds in whey barf. What a barf line. Because you think of curdling in your so. sour cream, which is already sour. That's a little redundant. Cottage cheese has the curd situation. Oh, yeah. Those That's what cheese. curdles. Right? Sure, but sometimes when your milk curdles... That's bad. When you put it in your coffee, very bad. Sometimes that can happen with a powder creamer. Really? I think so. Yeah. I think. Rocco, earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Rocco, are you recording for your next flow jam? <laughs> That's all we try to do yeah, for sure. is give you fodder for next week. Um, you missed this, but it had to do with cheese. Holly was here. Okay. I was telling a story, and as you might imagine, it was long-winded, but... Wickedly entertaining. <laughs> Did it involve new car farting or lack of farting? So I get vulnerable one time on this show, <laughs> and then you guys suddenly label me. All right. No, I was. it was about the weather. We were talking, it was going to be like 86 degrees. It was going to be a record high earlier this week. Donna, and this is not uncommon, she pulls up a bag onto the counter in front of her, right here in our studio. She has multiple bags always. This was a grocery bag, a paper one. She reaches in, just about armpit deep, into the bag and starts pulling things out like a magician would. It's kind of like our movie. Exactly. the bottomless purse. Exactly. She pulls out bananas. Here comes Activia. Here comes like an apple or something. Oh, no, there was a little uh, Tupperware of peanut butter. And then she pulls out a circular Parmesan cheese um, container. You know, like the circular kind that you can get with just a plastic lid. You pull it off and then you spread it out with your hands Mm -hmm. on your pasta. She pulls that Parmesan cheese container out. It is a quarter filled with chocolate milk. And she drinks it right out of the old Parmesan cheese container. This is how this woman is drinking almond chocolate milk in the mornings. And she acted as though all of this was normal. The woman brought chocolate milk from an almond inside of an old Parmesan cheese container. Okay. Your thoughts? Nah, that's totally weird. Okay, Thank you. okay, it's um, she drank it from it. Like one time. it was. Well, I was gonna pour it into a cup, and I was like, "Why? Why? It's already cup like for aesthetics. So who cares?" Wait, hold on. You did it? I thought it was Holly. No, no, Donna did this. <laughs> Holly immediately knew it was weird. She saw what was going on. I had a witness. Okay, at first I was like, "Okay, Holly did this." Yeah, Holly's kind of weird, uh, but I like it. Donna drinking out of a recycled parm container? <laughs> Thank what you. is going on in it this It feels weirder with Donna. You're right. Yeah. With Holly, it feels like quirky, and maybe we should look into that. Maybe that's a cool thing. With oh, Donna, it feels okay, worrisome. Okay, so it's cute if Holly does it, but it's like, let's yes. institutionalize her hey, if Donna does no. it. no. No. <laughs> it's, just, it's just part of a trend with you. That's Listen, all. what's the old saying? I I walk to the beat of my own drummer. Okay, so at one point you finished a, a canister of parm and you said to yourself, I'm I not going to throw this away. This I would make for a great this. chocolate milk vessel. <laughs> right? I mean, what? That's right. When you reverse engineer it. That's where Listen, you got to, it'll take you all I the way back to the origin I don't need to explain story. myself to you. Everybody, you know, when people come over... I like to put leftovers into a container that I don't need back. Could you imagine how the, ta- how the table is set when you come over? <laughs> and we've just got very bizarre, non 
beverage <laughs> containers for their beverages. <laughs> oh, Jim, did you want something to drink? She brings over a giant pot. She's somebody's drinking <laughs> wine out of a Ben and Jerry's cup. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's squirting milk into their mouth from an old ketchup bottle. <laughs> Oh, it's eclectic. You're like a TGI Fridays. Is it time to go? Oh, I better go. Oh, soon enough. All right. Bye, Rocco. I was looking for this at one point, but. (laughs) Okay, bye. All right, bye now. That's Rocco. He is from Rocco Clock. Hit the outro. I was on a different page because I was oh. looking for Vanilla Ice, but whatever. Oh, uh, whatever. All right, fine. Vanilla Ice? Because <laughs> he does the... Okay, bye. All right, there it is. Bye. The clock has struck. Uh, we are going to... Uh, I guess we'll hear a little bit from the New York City's Rats are. We heard this yesterday. Oh, yeah. We'll call. We'll find out what the soup is as well. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Simple, transparent, affordable. That's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide. Uh, my mom, as you might know, uh, decided she wanted to prepay and pre-plan for a simple cremation uh, with Lisa and Verlin over at Crescent Tide because uh, she, those are the things she was hoping for when it's her time. She wants something simple. She wants a cremation. Uh, she wanted to not get tricked into paying too much, so uh, that's where the transparent part comes in. Affordable. Simple cremation start at just $800. Uh, if a death in the family occurs, uh, obviously that's going to be a sad time, but it's nice to get things buttoned up with good people like Lisa and Verlin. If you look at their Google reviews, you'll see that uh, they come through for people all the time uh, in a prompt, courteous, sympathetic, professional way. They answer the phone on weekends. They just take care of business, and uh, they're good people. It's a small Family-run St. Paul business, Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Check them out today. My talk keyword, cremation. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve Extravaganza. Friday edition, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. Quick quick check of the stock market. Alrighty. Is it a bull market or a deer market? Uh, Donna. A bear. Bear. Bear yeah, not deer. Or bull. Bull or bear. Boorish. It's a boorish market. You want it to be a bull market. Okay. That's a strong market. Bull. A bear, a bear yeah, market. Yeah, strong is like bull. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's and fine. then what's the other one? The rabbit market is. The bear market, as we just said. Oh, just but that's strong too. That's number a number of seconds ago. Okay. Yep. They're both strong. All right. Yeah, but some people like to bet on losses. Doesn't matter. Why are we doing How are this? we going to remember? Uh, bull has horns. Horns go up. We want the stock market to go up. Strong we want like bull. bull. Horns up. That's how we're going to remember it. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Fine. I'm are so you, glad. What, should we have another meeting tomorrow? All right. We'll right. do it more right. later. Should we uh, um, no. hear from the rats? Are speaking of animals? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it a rat market? Uh, that's funny, Steve. I love it. When I was in New York, I saw a giant, giant, giant rat. Yeah, they're big. But then I found out that it was actually just. Uh, one of those giant blow-up rats oh, that see. they will put outside to of... To scare rats? A, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the owl. Like the owl, yeah. To keep the other owls away. How about fake owls? No. Do real owls know <laughs> that the fake owls are fake? Or are the real ones looking like... There's a, there's moved. another dude. Yeah, he still hasn't moved. Yeah. No, the owls are to scare, like, what, foxes and coyotes and... Yeah, rabbits. Mice. Voles. Sure. Great. What was I saying? Oh, this Birds. giant inflatable rat oh, yeah? is there, and they will put that outside of a building where construction is happening with non-union workers. 
when there's some sort of a labor disagreement. So let's say the workers for a job say, nope, we, we're going to unionize. We're on strike. And then the, the, the building says, wait, we need this finished anyway. Then they hire a non-union crew. Oh. And what the union crew will do is pull up outside of there with a pickup truck and then blow up this giant, like, 20-foot rat. Like to shame them? Yes. I see. Sopranos season four. Just saw that. That oh, just yeah? happened in Sopranos. Yeah. Wait, I don't remember that. It was like season four. It's when, uh, gosh, midway through it, probably they had exactly what Steve just laid out. And then the non-union crew came in and then the New York guys got upset about that. So they drove the uh, the truck in with the big inflatable rat behind it. Oh, OK. It's kind of like when your neighbors put a flamingo in the front yard to indicate their swingers. Exactly the same. But it completely different. Yeah, I think you guys both just really honed in on it. Thanks, man. Uh, anyway, so there is a new rat czar. You gave us this information yesterday. It is a woman who I believe was an educator at one point, and she's brought in to control the rat population in New York. She held her first press conference. Here's what she said. You'll be seeing a lot of me and a lot less rats. Our measure of success, rats are tough, but New Yorkers are tougher. So it's going to take everyone involved to make sure this is successful. We are absolutely going to explore all different rat mitigation techniques, see what works best to scale across the city. These are taxpayer dollars we're spending, so we want to make sure we're using the most efficient technique. Huh, she sounds really smart. I don't know, Uh, maybe birth control? I don't know. They did it with the pigeons in New York, I think. They administered birth control to the birds? I think they fed them. Oh, like, hey, here, here's sesame here's some seeds food. and yeah. birth don't control. you have to do the pill every day? Great question. I bet it's not birth uh, control no more for the questions. rat population. Okay, but that would have been how I I was thinking would... poison, maybe. Uh, yeah, you could do that, too. But she um, basically... Apparently, this woman, what's her name? Something karate. Um, oh, oh, like Uncle June. Karate, karado. Anyway, what? she, never mind, you got to be a Sopranos fan. Okay. Um, I got you. She, um, apparently, when she was a kid, she collected a bunch of signatures to get rid of rats in her neighborhood. No way. That's part of what earned her her spot. That's so funny. Now she's making what was it? One hundred and twenty to one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year. One hundred fifty-five thousand. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Wow. Good for her. That's kind of funny too because think, parents. It's like uh, if you have a kid or a grandkid or a niece or nephew right now who's like, I'm just really into like you know turtles, and then they end up growing up thirty years later and they're working with turtles at right. an aquarium. In this case, I hate these rats. I'm gonna find a way, and yeah. now. Could she have ever guessed when she was younger that she would be New York City's one and only rat czar? Amazing. Congratulations. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's mac and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. If you're hungry today, so Yes, I do know that. Same joke applies. Crapping out a watch. Oh, uh, he's oh, he's big timing us. 
Hubbard Cafeteria, please leave a message. Wow. How about please that? leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Hey, will you call us back? Yeah. We have big questions. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Okay, bye. He'll call us back. He might call us back. Don't worry about it. Anybody know I'll look up. I'll find out what the entree is for everybody because I know our listeners they they love this segment to the point where they're like, I need to know. You have to give me something from the menu. Um and so I will do that. All right. Thank you for that. All right. All right. I'm going to guess it is. No, it's Chef's Choice. Do you I know that for up. certain? Yes. You do I, know Yes, because I went down to the cafe yesterday and I looked ahead because they put the menu outside the door. Oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what uh, a And Shelly's sweet treats are tapioca pudding oh. and puppy chow. Oh, okay. Tapioca. It's been a while since I've had tapioca. I just remember having tapioca when I thought it was going to be vanilla and oh. that being disappointing. Much like oatmeal raisin when you think it's a chocolate chip cookie. Disappointing. Poison spreads to other animals, Steve. Okay. That eat the poisoned animal. So if somebody eats the rat, like an owl, that owl is poisoned. Yeah, I'm getting. Oh, I'm getting. Is that a, Brian? Nope. Bobby Jensen. Oh, Bobby Jensen knows we're on the air right now, right? Yeah, Bobby, what are you doing? Call uh, us on yeah, the air. 651-641-1071. Call us, Bobby. Yeah, we'll give you 60 seconds. By the way, Don and I sent, um, <laughs> we sent tree videos to each other yesterday. We sure did. Here, I guess I can play the one that I sent you and then play a little of the, the. it was funny, Donna sent me tree videos back. Like, immediately. It was really cool. Like, you were in the yard when you got them or something? I was by the door. So I thought, I'll go walk out here. And oh, check was, on my tree situation. Just so, just, okay, maybe I can't pull them up. Eh, don't is, worry about it. I was looking, I saw the buds coming out on the trees. Yes, very exciting. And it was very pumped. And then Donna immediately sent me a video of all of her stumps because of the storm <laughs> damage. And then the second video, she was like, hey, why don't we just look at the neighbor's yard? And then I got a little tour of the neighbor's yard, yeah. which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a nice pool. Yeah, she's yeah. got yeah some cool stuff over she's got there. A silo, yeah. What's her cool. story? Your neighbor? Don't worry about it. All right, Mike. You have any trees where you live? Uh, the all new ones. It's a brand new development, brand new place. So, wow! Yeah, excited to see how these trees grow up and get to be a part of their life. It's a big, big thing. You're dang right, it is. <laughs> Whatever, Mike. That's okay. awesome, Donna. Whatever. Don't get in the way of he's, someone's appreciation of nature. He's sucking up to you, is what? No, he's not. He just has an interest uh, in this kind of stuff. Really? You think Mike is really like, you know, it'll be really fun in five years to see how far we've come in the history of our yard. I actually took pictures when we first put them in. and Did you really? When we moved in, I took pictures next to him because I figured, hey, I'm going to do this again when we leave. Did you stand see- next to him? No, I just made that up. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Because, okay, now I feel like I have been set up because I did take pictures of me standing next to them last year to try to show people the growth. And I was immediately, unanimously made fun of for that. I did laugh out loud when I did see your trees because you're talking about it like they're like in like Joshua State Park or whatever, (laughs) National Park. And like their trunk is, you know, 500 years old. And it's like... A twig, like a tree branch on most people's trees. Not so, you. It's a different Steve. You I'm don't even going know. to Get leave over now. All right. All right. Bye.